people of the podcast diaspora i am quincy this is derry and this is jorian and welcome to another episode of just soul talk the number one podcast for nepotism in broadcasting uh i'd like to of course start this podcast off uh with said nepotism um you know we've decided to bring a new cast member onto the podcast uh by the name of riser I'll not say her last name uh, because then that nepotism will be even more uh, <laughs> apparent. Riza, why don't you introduce yourself to the rest of the podcast in public? Hello, everybody. My name is Risa. Um, Wait, yes. how do you say your name? My name is Risa. Risa, that's not like a nicer like that. Yes. That, what's that? Yes, that's how I say. <laughs> it's corn beef we selling. Cute. It's the. I not well, first of all, nothing selling here. We started the beginning. Ain't nothing selling. All right? You could call her Riser, because that's what I call her. Uh, that's yeah. what I've called her from birth. So maybe that helps with the nepotism question. What is, Risa, what is, what is your father? What does your father Risa call her? Risa what does your father call her? Because that that's who's Okay, that's so who's my father and my mother, they say they her say Riser. Her father calls her darling. Oh Lord. Like uh, like Riza? Like what? what? <laughs> we can't do that. Like a wow. member of the Wu Tang clan? I came here to share good vibes and I just get made fun of, but okay. I'm just saying, from what I've heard, the Wotan clan ain't nothing to find. Okay, but I mean, I think, I think um, Riza is a lovely name. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You see, okay, so let me get you the backstory. So growing up is Riza, mother, father, cousins, family, everybody. But I got um, made fun of, like my uncle, Riza Loa, Riza Roni, all the different versions, Riza, all the names. <laughs> <laughs> all the different wrongness and i didn't like it so when i started providence big up probably girls boop, boop. boom belmont circular boop boop anyway so when i started providence some people asked me my name i would say rice to give it a little some mystery a little flair right, right, right. you know so, along with the yeah. corned beef that you're selling i mean i get you know yeah. I, I totally get it because i buy corned beef so, too. So, I mean, sorry, go ahead. So, according to how you say my name, I'll know exactly when I met you and how I introduced myself. So, if you say Risa, I'm like, all right, you know me a long time. But if it's Risa, it's from secondary. Right, so, right, right. Uh, so, which people are more important? The long time people or the people who who get the arm? Um, it's not cooling? a matter who important. Well, I, I need to know how to address <laughs> it because I want to be... I don't think... It doesn't matter, honestly. Right it's just group. like, I just... Exactly, you know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It just, you know, I just know how to to navigate who's special and who's not as special. It depends. You, see, you, you, ju- you just said there was nothing, there was no ranking, <laughs> but now there's a rank. There's special and non-special individuals. Well, I didn't say non-special. I said not as special. Ah. I did, I did. So less special. Less special. <laughs> but it really participation, doesn't matter. Pr- participation trophy people. Mm. It doesn't matter. Riser, riser. It doesn't matter. That's my name. All right. So, so why why don't you tell us basics? Let let the let the podcast community know who you are, where you're from, your connection to the Trinidadian culture. What's your name? Uh, before we get into the rest of the Who's podcast. Who's your daddy? Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, Jorian and I share the same father. So I'm his younger sister. I um, grew up in Point Kumana, Karanaj, Trinidad. Moved to New York when I was 24 years old for school, and I am now stranded here in Atlanta. So, you say stranded? 
Well, I would say stranded. Well, not stranded, but... You move there on your own. Nobody uh, send you to Atlanta or Oh, God. Let me say what I want to say on my own okay, thing okay. now. Okay. Please. All right, all right. You know, that's how the rest <laughs> of us didn't intervene. And then, God. I'm not even Jordan, sure if you, I would say I share anything with Jorian. Like, I wouldn't... Jorian, yeah. Like, like we, if we share a taxi, I'm afraid to say that. As you like, nah, but I come. Like, you know, like I can't express myself freely. You just always want to. But that's no way it is, you know. I remember it. So, no, no. Can I just tell my story the way that I want to tell You're my story? damn right. More power fine, to you, Riser. I, I apologize. Right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, cute. I, I try and I try and I, I mean, as a man of the people, you know, and I want to give the people what they want, and you know, I, I appreciate. I appreciate. People that. don't want rice, sir. Right? If you want corn beef, you don't want rice. Oh my god, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty anyway, much continue, my story. Continue. Really? I don't okay. know. What was yeah. that? Trinidad, Point Comana, secondary school, Providence. You came boop, up boop. here when it was twenty-four. Uh, what do you do now? What 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 are you doing in in Atlanta in the ATL in the A? Uh, trying to figure it out, honestly. Um, unless you want me to talk about work, which I actually don't like to talk about. No, you don't but talk I about work. Just you know, you're the you're the assistant to the assistant of the person. I don't assist taxes. nobody. Sorry, <laughs> but I work in ad tech customer success executive i've been at my company for two years it's been a fun time i work remotely which is all the more fun get to break it up better work-life balance i just adopted a dog jim and shepherd her name is nelly i am trying to figure out the best way to train her so she doesn't become a menace to society but other than that just trying to figure out atlanta just got my own car the other day, you know, adulting. Bop, bop. Trying to do it right. Yeah, man. Bop, you're bop. Doing it right. You're doing it right. You're doing it right. Yeah, son. Don't you. let him tell it. Nothing wrong. And I mean, just because I am super annoying and I want to share with the podcast community, I want to give them a... a <laughs> what? Come now. Can you buy a real life lady? What can you say it on Friday? Senorita, I bring a go. We can have milk for so from what now. Is, what is this? What am I hearing? This is a nicer commercial. I just have to go and find it because. Oh <laughs> wow! Wow! No, Q, you wasn't supposed. No, I never looked for you there. You was, you was always. It was always the nicer one between the two. I don't understand. I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just felt like people needed to, to get some of this the, the colloquial reference and in the, in the like <laughs> so as we go through it. Nicer. Nicer is nicer, man. Yeah, is nicer. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> no, no, no. Ricer is the worst. Nicer is nicer. Ricer um, is always nicer. So what are we doing tonight, people? We have this wonderful Ricer. Rice, this man literally went and played a nicer commercial. I uh, okay, uh, that's your friend, host. that's your partner, that's your partner, <laughs> right? You and him are independent friends from me. I've known Quincy since he was 13, I stuck with him. You just meet the man. If I think we all went to the same. We all went to Fatima together. But I just say, uh, I would, I would rather be considered to be stuck, and I would rather you have chosen to be part of this life. So tonight, 
the plan really is to be a little more freeform, just to kind of see. Just a quick check-in, you know. We're not always the most regular with our podcast releases. We're trying to do our best to, to keep you guys regular. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, our our audience has started to grow, and it's actually been it's actually been very nice to actually to hear people, um, you know, speak about us uh, a little more. So you know, we decided to try to have more of a freeform episode, and that's what this is. We also uh, I'm put, uh, putting this episode out uh, to introduce our new co-host, um, Riser, who introduced herself a few minutes ago. So, yeah, you know, just, hey, we'll go on the toilet. How are you feeling like today? And I will start. So the other day, uh, I was in a group chat with a, with, with a set of friends, and, you know, they was talking about this whole safe zone business in Trinidad. Um, what are you talking about the safe zone thing, right? Like, just in general, as a, because I've, honestly, I've not heard of safe zones in New York. I don't know what it's like in Atlanta, you know? Um... Well, how are they feeling about the safe zone thing, right, that they're trying to do for COVID people? So, first of all, how about we just define exactly what it mean by safe zone? Like, who could come in, who could go out? What's the requirements to be to well, participate? Well, a safe zone, I, from what I understand, let me know if I'm wrong, uh, Mr. Producer, you could also tell me, since you're based in Trinidad, it's just what? You're, you're, once you're vaccinated, you're, you're in. That's your ticket. You're all inclusive. So that's like when you tell your child or somebody touch you in the wrong place to say something. Good Lord. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast. I mean, Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast. I would again like to distance myself from the statements of Quincy Stewart. And, and I would also like to jump I... on the ladies and gentlemen of the podcast with Derry and disassociate myself. Right behind you, bro. I just, no, right I just behind you. I'm trying to find out because, like, you know, I, I want to be safe, right? I mean, that's <laughs> that important to us. I thought, all right. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, the so. thing one is within a safe zone, no one is allowed to touch you in a place that you would not necessarily desire to be touched. That's <laughs> thing one. Checked off, Quincy. You're, you're free to enter the safe zone now, okay? Oh my god! And the second part is why I need to have two COVID shots or three. If I if I boost a lot, am I safe? Is that, or is that like riding dirty? Like, cause I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I think the the more shots that you get is like uh, shots are like communion now. The more shots you get, the closer you are to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So keep. Who said them. what? Wow. I mean, okay. I, yeah. Alright. So so I was not going. Quick 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 considered wrong. Good question though. So if in if I in a safe zone like a Tifa wine, is that is that acceptable <laughs> behavior within safe zones? <laughs> you just said you didn't want anybody touching you, so I touch but exactly. I, I sure. want to touch them. That is the, the Who are you trying to wow. touch in the in wow. the safe zones? You mean like for a so wine? But that was saying like yeah. a China <laughs> vaccine wines only so you oh are you are God. basically like a, a child predator in a in a van painted like an ice cream truck you want to attract people to the safe zone so you could run around just just you know doing hanky panky shame on you good sir i distance myself from you oh, once no. again i am oh, i am no. just trying to understand oh, no. the rules of the safe space That's well I, okay so all right so on a more serious note i i think the what they are trying to do with the safe zones in Trinidad is to establish, <laughs> for for want of a better word, a zone or area in which 
fully vaccinated people can kind of do the things and participate in the things that are typically associated with carnival so fetting drinking no social distancing i would think that sort of thing i think that's what they they're aiming to do uh some of the debate well i mean i feel like no continue Go ahead, Sorry. I, I was gonna say some of the debates that have sprung around it is that it's kind of segregationist and they're trying to divide the vaccinated from the unvaccinated and that's that's a, that's where a lot of the yeah yeah the yeah debate. tell them lepers to get out of here don't touch me but it isn't, wow. isn't that a matter of safety though i mean just you know uh, segregation would it's not trying to well, segregate you know you, you, if you get what i'm saying segregation like, without representation <laughs> <laughs> But, right, so but let's honestly, <laughs> guys, like y'all really feel something like that would work in Trinidad, where the culture is to jump defense if you can't ah, get in defense. Well, listen, I would so. just like I would just like to state that two, three episodes ago, Derry Sandy put his head on a block. Are you well, all hold on, I would like they to say that I, I actually did not. I no, said no, we, no, we could go back in the no, record. I no. said I would not put my head on a block, but I believe that the people at Trinidad and Tobago are generally speaking. A disciplined, productive, and tolerant people. I would not put people. my head on a block, but if there oh, was a okay. block, I would put my head on it. That is the same thing. <laughs> no, brother, I, I would not. I would not put my head on a block for for an entire people. Like you know, you put now. your head on a block. You, you wouldn't put your head on a concrete block, but you'd put. No, your head no. On if, you say, if you say, if you say, if you say, Maloney people, would I put my head on a block for Maloney people? The answer is yes. Maloney is a productive community. Wow. I, would, I would put my head on a block people. for Maloney. So, 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 now, <laughs> right? so, so now you're putting yourself in, in a bubble of the Maloney Yes, yes. Maloney is a safe zone, a, a head on block safe zone the for me. Absolutely. The same, the same Maloney people, the same Maloney people, that, that alien Frank Land. Oh my God. We're going to be revisiting Fra- Frank next, shortly. For the next, perhaps in our next yeah, episode. Tuned, for the next point, as I said our before, area. you know, we keep our promises about at about the same clip as a... A strange zone father, attendee, so is that exactly a safe zone attendee <laughs> who is also an estranged father. So you know, don't do not take us at our word. So, so don't put don't, right. don't put your head on a block for the people at this podcast. Don't do that. So first of all, Risa is a newcomer. Risa is a newcomer uh, to the podcast. <laughs> Risa is definitely a newcomer. I don't know who Risa is, but Risa definitely. Uh, go ahead. Risa, what do you have to say there, girl? Because I see I, I see that look and a pained expression on your face. <laughs> well, I just saying because I know I. I, I just know from my own experience that Trinidadians like to jump fence if they want to get in. Who always know a man to get the bands against side? Who friend? Let me is not a let me not bash who, the, let me not bash men alone. Just like, you know a man or woman. So, no, 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 person. no, 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 I, no. Somebody I would knows like, a person. Listen, this is a this is a podcast, not a video podcast. So I'd like I would like the the ladies and gentlemen the podcast to understand. Right, there's a red woman, so she always know a man who's trying to do something. Because red woman does is treated differently in China. Listen, I am. Uh, just like I am not red. Are back in fashion. I am light brown. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am not red. You're not red. What you? I am. I am light brown. Exactly. I am not red. You tell her. I mean, I, I don't like to. Don't put me in that group. Exactly. How dare you? You red. <laughs> your you red. Your father red. I brown. That's what happened in this in this cultural. Colour but you know, Riza, you know that what you know what's strange? Amongst the three of y'all, Julian has behaved the reddest. We Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. He, Thank you, Derek. I mean, he, okay. he, he might not be, be Very well. phenotypically red, but in his soul, he has the soul of a red man. <laughs> exactly. This is the lily, the lily white underbelly <laughs> of a red man. Like a Trinidad gecko. That's what you're saying. He's like, <laughs> one, of them, one of them wall geckos. 
One of them wood slaves. <laughs> Flip him over and it's just <coughs> red. <laughs> red to the core. <laughs> just you know, you know, underneath, under, in this part of my arm, the underneath part of my arm is lighter skin. Wow. On top of part of my arm. So that is a, that's probably a true story, but I'm also a very hairy individual. But we're not talking about wow. that. What? So, okay. And, and no, but uh, honestly, in reference to the safe zones, what I was trying to say earlier is, in reference to the safe zones now, there's no carnival, right? So the safe zones right now, it's just that, hey, some people went out there, they took the risk, they took the, the you know, they, they listened to the medical science, they decided that it was okay for them to take the vaccination, and now they are allowed to zest a little bit. To zest, if you would. Not full zest, just mm. to zest, right? To zest. And now everybody else want to zest too, but you can't because you didn't vaccinate, you didn't take the risk, you didn't read the science, you don't believe in it. Whatever. So whether it, it, you was doing it because you was taking a risk, you was following fashion, you believed in the science, whatever, you now have an advantage because we asked that you did this. Right? Now, at the other end of it, the rest of all you can't. Or you decided not to. So sit yeah, down and continue to social distance. But well, why the unvaccinated can't get the, their own zone? You see the use of us and all here? Yeah? That's what I think that's what people have a problem with. <laughs> I think because you're, you're starting to sound apartheid. Right? So let me ask you. This. <laughs> and that is okay. Do you have any sympathy for those who might have valid reasons for not being vaccinated and still want to participate in, in regular activities, in pre pandemic activities? Right, so I, yeah, feel, you know. I feel I, you and I need to get together and start a dirty zone, girl. I feel like this. Right. Right? right? <laughs> I feel like this. I real scene. No riser. Riser. The COVID Georgian, max section. If you are to review this man's statements earlier on the podcast where he wanted to establish his own little, little pornographic zone <laughs> in which hanky-panky wow. can be kind of just free form and free flow. And would you, hanky-panky zone? A hanky-panky um, zone. Would you like to join a dirty zone with, with Dr. Stewart here? <laughs> I think um, not. Uh, I think uh, not. Cool. Wow. COVID max zone. I mean. Yeah, that, that's, that wasn't, <laughs> that's not what I had in mind. <laughs> I just say, yeah. look, like, people. You come out that's of that zone with, with COVID mind. and worse. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only saving grace is that Quincy and, Quincy has known Riser since he was like 13 years old. So, She's safe, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some sick men out there, but he ain't sick. No, no, no. You're safe, <laughs> man. You're safe. You're safe. I just trying to give the people. I, unlike you guys, recognize that uh, being a human is about choice, right? And that choice, you even have the choice not to take this vaccine. You have the choice to deny science, spit in the face of God, <laughs> don't, <laughs> oh <my laughs> don't, and go and still, you know, frolic with your fellow man. You deserve the right to do that. But I think. I honestly feel like you, you I, I honestly feel like people who don't get vaccinated or don't want to get vaccinated get they have a hard time with people like i feel like they shouldn't be punished if they don't want to get vaccinated let them not get vaccinated and i guess everybody just live happily because it's the same thing how best i could explain this if they don't want to get vaccinated, that is their choice. They just need to hold us straight in the corner and not be able to participate with everybody else. Don't get vexed with them. Don't chastise them. Don't beat them up. Don't, you know, jump down the throat and want to be like, oh, you didn't believe the science and the da-da-da. If they don't believe the science, that's okay. That's okay. 
Because it have everybody, it's just like the flu shot, not everybody's got a flu shot all the time. Jorian, when was the last time you got a flu shot? When is the last time I, I or Jorian? I, I think I use your own person to ask. Don't bother, don't, don't answer. Quincy, when was the last time you I get the flu shot every year, yes. You do? Very, yes, every year. Because every I don't get year. the flu shot Rise every year. Jorian has the lily white soul of a red man. Of course he gets the oh, flu shot. Of course Christ. he gets the flu shot every year. He probably gets two <laughs> flu shots every year. A flu oh, shot and I a booster flu shot. I just find it shouldn't be hard on the people who don't want to get the vaccine. Don't be so hard on them. They just have to hold a strain in the corner. And I the fighting situation is unnecessary. If you don't want to take the vaccine, that is you. Don't run around and talk about is the devil and is it killing black people and it doing whatever the case may be. Just... You don't want to take the vaccine, shalom and hush him out. Let the people who want to take the vaccine, let them take the vaccine and let we zest in the same. Hush him out. Simple as that. Like, I feel like the whole banter and the whole fighting thing between vaccinated and unvaccinated and the anti-vaxxers and the whole thing, it just Sister, super unnecessary I, at this I point. I hear you, I hear you. You know why? Because I think on some level, when you, when you said that, I had an epiphany, right? And, you know, people talk about... Um, Lord. <laughs> about about <laughs> driving so i'm gonna say this driving <laughs> is a privilege right you don't just you magically get your license you could have a license and then you could choose to break laws they just pay for that in trinidad too right but think, think about it right you can break the laws but eventually you'll get a ticket and if you get more than one ticket eventually you will get your license taken away because it's a privilege right and I, okay. and I think in the same way, to your point, right, if you don't want the license, and I'm saying license vis-a-vis -vis COVID shot, right, there will be mm -hmm. things that you simply can't do because if it's without a license or you can't do legally, right? Because you could drive a car right. without a license, but if you get caught, then you have to face the consequence. And I also think right. people not taking the COVID vaccine, I mean, that's the ultimate consequence. You could just die at home. Exactly. I mean, right? What, 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 what more we have to tell you? We don't have to do you anything. You could simply you know? die at home. This is, I mean, that's the ultimate <laughs> cons I mean, consequence. Like, why? I just like to say that you have been very morbid in these last few episodes. Huh? <laughs> I just like to start by saying that, but also I do agree with you. But that's what I'm saying, right? You're jumping out, you decide, you want to zest. Okay, cool. You have a vaccine card? No zest. All right, cool. You don't have a license. You can't jump in this car. You can't, you can't drive for Uber or TT ride or whatever the frick they just call it. You don't have a license. Can you drive? Yes. Are you allowed to drive? No. You're not. Okay. Sit on home. All right. Lie down. Let's not, Take um, a nap. Let's not flog this. Wake up. Flog this dead horse. So, all you yeah. don't feel like the unvaccinated people don't deserve to zest too? No, they can zest. Zest in your house. But, okay, so <laughs> the, the, the elongated part of this is for carnival. Do you guys think that this will work for carnival? Because potentially, well, not even potentially, right? Uh, Papa Rowley, all right, Papa as, as Derry decided to call him last time. Papa, Papa Rowley decided, Rowley hey, no, no, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, no, listen, or they could, or, there's no more zest, zest for carnival. Or they could jump out, or they could do all the thing. There will be safe zones for carnival. The rest of all here, sit down and watch it on TTT. No, like I'm gonna say, I'm okay, gonna so say what this. about those? So what if the unvaccinated people in the safe zone get their test done and wear masks the entire time? They're still not allowed to jump up to. No, I, I'm gonna. No, I, I, look, I, to be honest, I disagree with the entire concept of safe zones entirely. I I think it's a 
it's a bad idea. It's in a society like Trinidad, it is simply not going to work. Like <laughs> because it's no. not like it's not like people <laughs> who are vaccinated have an, an RF a government issued RFID that can be scanned by a ministry to determine that they're vaccinated, right? Va- vaccine. Separate from the the system of separate vaccination. From the, separate from the <laughs> separate from the five G. Separate, <laughs> separate from the five G microchip that they that has come with the vaccine. Separate from that one. Separate from the five G microchip that comes with the vaccine. There's no way to independently audit the, the status of a, a vaccinated or unvaccinated person. That's one. Two. We can't even. I mean, we can't even create uh, an effective means to interact with with a financial institution right how are we going to control the movement of tens of thousands of people over the course of two days that's impossible that's impossible trying to establish thousands tens of thousands tens of thousands thousands i don't know okay let's say thousands hundreds of thousands hundreds of hundreds of thousands point taken yeah, Everybody and then and then jumping over walls for carnival. You know, long people waiting to wine. So and people on walls. The thing walls. is, how long does it take <laughs> to spread the virus? In, in my view, I think it takes seconds. I think it's a, a very yes. brief contact results in spread, yeah. instant, almost instantaneous. So all it really would take oh. is for one person, one person to breach the safe zone, and start a cough, and that is it. The safe zone becomes a a COVID, uh, you know, what super spreader event. So I, I think the idea of safe zones uh, is, is is foolish. Until so, we are like at ninety percent vaccination, which I I don't think we're gonna get to. Continue, Stuart. Go ahead. So so I'm kind of curious. So um, you guys uh, you know, heard about that incident that happened at the Travis Scott concert in in Florida, not Florida, it was yeah, Texas. Yeah, they, Texas. I I don't remember, but I think it was talking Texas. about yes. where they. Where basically people get trampled, the little boy died. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so what are we seeing that and 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 there, this is kind of playing devil's advocate here, that they could have these large event, hundred thousand people events, right? That didn't turn into super spreader events, right? It was so massive that we had people getting trampled, right? We don't know. We don't know that. We don't know that people just got vaccinated and jump out in the road. But because they were vaccinated, there was a lower percentage of them spreading. But that we don't know, right? Because they're coming from all over the right. country. Wait, 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 wait. If they're, I wanna, super, if they're spreading or not. I wanna, I wanna hear. Um, I wanna hear Stuart test, Stuart's test case. What, what were you so, gonna say? I, I, I apologize. So, so, for so what, what I am, what I'm saying is basically this: people, well, not even people, in America, they have already started to transition into having large-scale events and the scale of the hundred thousand people attending in europe all football matches packed to the brim seventy thousand eighty thousand right people in a stadium mass nary to be seen it's no mass visible right and these are not turning into super spreader events right and and i think for us and i talk about carnival specifically being culturally significant activity isn't that also worth the managed risk because that's what the safe zone tries to say right like it is not a unmitigated 
hodgepodge of just you know people <laughs> randomly mixed in there. But we're saying, all right, we have a strategy for combating um, the spread of COVID by making us a fully vaccinated um, event. And this is how we're going to execute it because this is something that uh, our society deems as significantly important. What, what do you guys think about that? Well, Stuart, I would say this, right? So even if... So what I think... A couple of things, right? I think the ratio of vaccinated to unvaccinated people in developed countries is steadily declining. Whereas I think the ratio of unvaccinated to vaccinated people in Trinidad is still relatively high. That's one. Two, developed nations, for better or for worse, have healthcare systems that can, for, for the most part, buffer the risk of sudden increases in, in the infected. Whereas Trinidad is already operating on a shoestring healthcare system. We cannot entertain 100,000 people getting sick overnight. We just cannot. We can't. And I, I and that really is where the issues with super spreader events come in come into play with regards to Trinidad specifically. If our healthcare system had the bandwidth to address two hundred thousand sick people overnight, I think I would have been my, my conclusion would have been different. But we don't. And most people survive COVID. Even those who get sick, most people survive it. But they require serious health care. If we were in a position where we could provide serious health care to hundreds of thousands of people, I would say, yeah, let me go. Who gets sick, go to the hospital, take an injection, cough, whatever, and, and come out. But we don't. So my answer is, I don't think the risk is worth it. <clears throat> I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And I, I, do I think the risk is worth it for unvaccinated? No. I, and that's why I think the safe zones exist. I think, hey... Let us try our best. Let's try to recharge the economy a little and see what happens. Because, listen, it happened everywhere else. Everywhere else got the chance to recharge their economy, mm -hmm. right? Even if it resulted in some deaths. And that might, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and you guys have been with me recently in the conversation of, well, who go dead, go dead, right? And I hate being that person. And obviously, this is a demographic argument. Do you really argument, hate but being who that dead, person? Go dead. <laughs> I think you. I, think I you am love an me. empathetic <laughs> individual. I am. I am Mr. Reason. But who could that go dead us? Like if all you go and jump out in the road, get your vaccine, wind up on a thing, and then cross your fingers, right? And that's great. But now if I, if I, now if we allow whole hog for unvaccinated, non-vaccinated, anti-vaccination people to jump up in that in in that same crowd, then we do in a disservice to those that took the risk because. Half of the argument, if you remember our last conversation, half the argument is the scientific risk and there's not enough testing. And but and but and but normally vaccinations or vaccines are tested over mm. twelve thousand years and blah blah blah. Okay, great, great. You chose not to take it for those reasons. Sit down in your house. TTT was reinvigorated a few years ago. Watch mass on that. You have bigger TVs now. All you're good. Sit down home. The rest of us that took the risk. We might die in 10 years because we just took the vaccine. Who knows if our heads will explode. Let me, let me, get, let me get two masks by myself now. The rest of all you sit on home. The rest of all you sit on home because I took the risk. You so sound, I would like to wind up on a two bumper, sound, on a two vaccine you bumper. You sound like the elitist Fatim, Fatima boy that you are. <laughs> red man. Yeah, it is what it is. The, red, yeah, red, elitist, red man unite. The elitist Shit. Fatima red man that you are. 
sound no, like but, a red but, man to but me. But how is how, how is it how is it elitist? Because based on the axi va- the anti oh, because you feel you vaccinated, you better than people. You know what you I better than everybody. <laughs> you know what you sound like. I better than all of you unvaccinated. You you are like the audio. <laughs> you peasants. are like the audio equivalent of them women you just see on the truck on on Carnival Tuesday, <laughs> sipping a sipping a sipping a cognac. Peasantry. <laughs> you are the looking at looking on like the vampires from Twilight. Like who's these nasty? You are the you are distillation oh. of that that image, the image of a woman in a in a tribe <laughs> costume, just floating by on the back of the truck. All the feathers, front line, headpiece, and fucking waves in the back. Exactly. Wings, oh. I have wings on this bus, bro. Wings on the truck. But that's what I'm saying. Her, like her, her balance <laughs> tested by every <laughs> stiff wind. No, but, but you get oh. what I'm saying, though. Like, in the end, if, if all of you anti-vax people say that you don't know what the health risks are, what if you die in five years? Then let me get two sets look, by myself. Look, look I understand because what, I understand what you're saying. Risk. But my opinion is that the, I mean, the core function of a government is to keep its people healthy and alive. If a government cannot keep its people alive, then what's the point? Right? So, so, then, so then we should just get rid of the Trinidad government because... Gunmen killing people every year. I don't see them doing nothing for that. <laughs> <laughs> Bush, because I've been doing nothing for that. Let me say, boy, let me save zone it up right right now. I ain't not no bulletproof I mean, vest. I ain't not no gun. I ain't not no COVID vaccine. I'm going out there. Out there. The same <laughs> way I'm the podcast. It's the conclusion of my esteemed colleagues that because a gunman can kill people, that COVID should also be allowed to kill you. I rest my case. Let me yeah. find another topic now. <laughs> I mean, if, gun, if guns if guns could kill people, that means people could kill people. That means COVID could kill people. E- equally, you know, equality of killing people. All they could kill people, just, you know, within reason. I mean, actually, you know what's funny? Dengue. You're talking about this gunman talk. You know, talking about this gunman talk. Spirosis, I saw that the other day, I, I, I saw some men try to rob a bar the other day, like yesterday. Or this Joe, I feel a silky smooth segue coming on, bro. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> every time, every time I try to segue, I just have to jump in every time. Man. Let him man talk, my man. I see something. Hey. Bro, I see some you're saying like, you know, like, you know, like when it go and rain, how old men knees is sort of hurt, my knees is sort of tingle when you, when you, when I see a segue coming. Real talk. Start to smell your rain. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but real talk though. I see some men try to rob a body. Right. I don't know where it was because I don't really care about Central Trinidad because I forgot. Good God. It's about what happened past the lighthouse. I mean, but real talk though. I, and, and the longer and we go on, is the, the redder you become. <laughs> like, you weren't this red at the <laughs> when we started right. filming this podcast. or no, you weren't this red, bro. Listen, listen. Good I, Lord. I would just like to state that that I went to Fatima Grad with a with a girl from South. I am not as red as you think. I I enjoy South women as well. But mm. what I'm trying to say is, so you have men, plenty of red. Yeah, that was, that was your one. That was your one black yeah. friend. You were like, <laughs> you see, Wee. I'm not racist. <laughs> I have a I have a I have a look South at, friend. Look at this, look at this South girl on my exactly. arm. Just stiff. <laughs> Don't study the stiff arm I have, shit. No. I'm not a red woman. I have a south friend. But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but real talk, though. So these men decided to try to rob a bar in Trinidad. And they get two bullets. And uh, I saw it on Instagram. Bodies on the floor. The bar was not robbed. 
these two men that decided that they didn't want to do anything but rob people rolled down on the floor. And I couldn't help but think, because I am not really a gun advocate, right? I don't really care for that. But should we try to open up things like gun laws in Trinidad? I mean, is that a thing that we need to, we need to really start investing some conversation in? Men holding, uh, I mean, the right to bear arms as they say in the US. So that's a uh, boy, this is a this is a loaded um topic. So uh, no pun, no pun intended. Yeah, That's no just how Quincy no talks. Pun intended. I, I would say the right to bear arms aside, I think a person should have the right to protect themselves with commensurate force. So meaning if a person comes to your a board with a knife, I don't think that you should have the ability to necessarily gun them down like a dog in the road. That is not appropriate use of force. As per, as per Dave Chappelle, bird shot, bird shot, box shot, bird shot, box well, shot, box exactly. shot. Exactly. Let me, <laughs> hold on, let me, let, me just, let me just put on my legal hat here. In the United States, under the self well, generally under self-defense laws, you are able, you are allowed to meet deadly force with deadly force. A knife is considered deadly force, you are allowed to, to shoot that person. Right? That is fine. If somebody attacks you with a knife, which has the potential to kill you, you, you are allowed under, if somebody tried to cough you, you, can't, you cannot knife them. Right? You gotcha. cannot shoot somebody who's trying to, 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 to enter a fisticuffs battle. Right? But somebody comes at you with a knife, oh, you're, really? you're free to, to blast that knife-wielding denizen. <laughs> The kingdom come. So, well, but fa fair enough. But even even there, like like uh, our, our friendly neighborhood lawyer pointed out, the, the <laughs> there is a how to put it grounds for engagement, and I think that the average citizen is woefully unprepared for the criminal element, right? The criminal element is getting mm. more and more sophisticated. Men have ARs, men have Draco. They even sing in song about that. They're fully automatic weapon, you know, and you as a lowly citizen have your wits, right? So the next time <laughs> a bandit stop you downtown, you should ask them, knock, knock, who's there? And try to have a friendly repartee. Um, put your wits on a can-do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the laws of the of, of of our homeland strips the citizen of the right to protect themselves. Now, I, I want to add a caveat to that. Everybody having guns doesn't mean crime goes away. Right? All it does mm -hmm. is gives you the ability to, in any situation, maybe give yourself a little more time for the authorities to show up. Right, because every everybody who's wielding a gun is not a crack, you know, marksman who is going to lay two bandits low, right, <laughs> with their with their swift shooting. Right, that's not that's not what's gonna happen, right? But it it might force the gunman to pause and be like, wait, now, granny might have a a twelve gauge in the back there. I'm uh, approaching the situation, right? And I think granny granny might like exactly more. right. I I think. I think our citizens should be afforded a few more seconds to preserve their lives. I think it's, it's, it's time that we address address that and then work on the, well, the what, other parts of crime deterrence, you know? I mean, personally, I, 
I don't know the gun laws in Trinidad. So like what what so no one is allowed to have guns? Is it just no one at all? Just servicemen uh who does fly like Superman alongside the cars? Like what we what was the Wow. I, I don't yeah. I don't know the specifics <laughs> of the gun laws, but I know there's a high barrier to entry for gun ownership in Trinidad. Very high. Very high. Isn't and pepper spray still illegal? That's as correct. It's in still Trinidad? illegal. There you go. I mean, I, I want pepper, pe- pepper, pepper spray. Pepper spray. Pepper spray tasers. Um, I tried to come into yeah. Trinidad with a large knife before because I was going hiking. And that was seized in the airport. I had to pick it up when I was leaving. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, they actually gave you back? Yeah, they kept it in customs and I picked it up on my way out. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Lucky. So, UK, you can't you can't own an air rifle. Uh, it, well, you can, but again, the barriers to entry are very high. And and look, you we have to understand that, that Trinidad's gun laws and by extension, it's um, the, the view of the average Trinidadian to gun culture in general comes from colonialism. Right, so if you if you as a as a colonialist, you come to a country and you want to to well, for want of a better word, enslave or indenture its people. One of your primary interests is to ensure that those people cannot launch a a successful uprising against you, and therefore you control their access to arms and weaponry. That that comes directly from colonialism. But apart from that, Trinidadians in general have been over time brainwashed into thinking that they shouldn't even have a gun. Right? Many Trinidadians have a negative view of guns. I, I'm telling you for one, my mother doesn't like guns at all. At all. Like you cannot get my mother to, to engage in a conversation about gun ownership. She believes that having a gun means that you are I, one step away from murder, basically. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. my mother would have probably been the same, yeah. God rest her soul, but I remember at one point, when I was younger, I was just like, hey, you want some bacon shark? And I was like, maybe eight. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no, I will not eat shark because shark does eat people. So I sure guns is out of the question. What? Rise, you look yeah, like you. That's crazy. Well, this is, this, is, this is where the fact that Riza and I have different mothers uh, allows <laughs> us to be separate. I know, but honestly, like even since... Um, uh moving to atlanta like i've actually considered owning a gun simply for the fact of protection single female in a crazy city like atlanta i think where and even the fact that i am allowed to own a gun um pepper spray and doing nothing to nobody if according, i according to the national security minister pepper spray is a is a, is a wmd Wow, basically. I mean, even when I lived in New York, I used to walk around with a little pepper spray, but you know that's not stopping nobody. Yo, this, I, you know, I, I really, this is really an interesting topic because I, I really think there needs to be some reform because I was listening to the, what's that show it's with Alexander and Marla and that show on TV6? Uh, Crime Watch. Shows Crime, F- Watch. Crime, Crime Watch, Watch right? Yeah. And actually, that that was a discussion they were having, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were, or I, I think it's, um, and I don't know how we 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 push this along. And maybe the fact that we having this conversation is already pushing us along. I think Trinidadians are ready to take the first steps as a nation to enable responsible 
gun ownership. And if, and, and it has been proven, that the security forces are not able to protect every citizen in an appropriate manner, meaning they have the correct, you know, a low response time, they're able to get access to all areas. I believe that uh, some responsible access to firearms as a means of protecting oneself should be afforded to them because riser riser in atlanta is is no more responsible than riser in trinidad so if we're gonna give her the right to protect herself which i believe we should right informed trained all of the all of the right things so she doesn't shoot nelly in the middle of the night right (laughs) (laughs) we should she should be afforded that same privilege in the place of her birth right right and 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 there's you know her her geographic location doesn't somehow make her somehow more responsible right it's the same education it's the same access the same you know toll gate so that she might have you know an opportunity to defend herself if it comes to that and of course you know it should never actually come to that right um but right now for many people in Trinidad, it's coming to that um, and I think the, our producer just pointed out the name of the show is Beyond the Tape, Beyond actually, the tape. not Crime okay, Watch. Not crime watch. Right? Um, and, and, you know, looking at, hey, even a situation at home where, you know, prison officers who do have access to, you know, firearms, now they're off duty and, you know, there's horrific things that have been happening to them. And there's two, you know, some incidences that were caught on, on tape. One was killed in front of his, his child the other day. Right, again, yeah, absolutely. I mean, two days ago, three days ago, yeah, gunned down in while holding his 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 kid's arm, right? Because we refuse to give people the right to protect themselves because we want to watch it on beyond the tape as entertainment. After we need to stop that. Now, Stuart, you um, you are you you are a gun owner. I am a gun owner, right? When we understand that that. A gun is a tool. A gun is not going to leap up and shoot you itself. It's not going to leap all. up and shoot anybody itself, right? The gun is it. The gun sits there, and it is incumbent on the owner to understand how the tool works and to use it appropriately, right? And uh, I, I think that's what we kind of need to condition Trinidadians to do. Particularly in a time where women are just vanishing and they say, I wish some of those women were armed. Right? Because somebody somebody tried to grab you in a taxi and uh, at knife point or something and you blast them away. You get to go home. Right? You don't end up in a well, ditch in, in Wall might, of Field. You might not blast them away, but you might hit them two to the leg, one in the side, something to but but again, that Wherever you hit them, it might cause them to be more aggravated. But maybe they get aggravated earlier in a more crowded area and you're able to escape. Any man like, who takes two 9mm shots anywhere in his body is not going to be aggravated. He's going to be right. seeking an exit. Mortally I, wounded. I, I guarantee <laughs> you. Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean, mean anybody. I talk about a graze, a cut. That, you know, because what what, I guess what I'm trying to get at is you don't have to be a marksman. No. Right? Because I personally am not the greatest gun advocate out there, right? Like, I... I've gone shooting with Quincy. I've gone shooting on my own. I'm a pretty good shot. I don't own a gun of my own, and that's just more along the lines of the fact that I don't. 
I mean, are we are we advocating guns or are we advocating the rights of a citizen? Because I think people get the two things the two things conflated, right? I am not advocating that every single man should own a tank. I am advocating that every single citizen has a right to protect his or herself, and 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 when I say protect, I mean protect as as Stuart said in a manner commensurate with the type of force that is being levied against you, right? So if a man is to come with you with a, to a, with a gun, you have to have a gun to protect yourself. At the very least, you could, you, I'd rather die in a shootout in my home than to be, you know, have a man rape my wife, smoke a cigarette, and come in for seconds while waiting on the police. That's, I, that's, not, <laughs> that's, that, that's not going to be my portion. The current situation. Yeah. For, a sec- right? for a second, Chuck. No, and, 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 and that is where I agree, right? At the end of the day, if the threat is that I might have a gun, I may have a gun, women are more armed, men are more armed, whatever, then you know what? Maybe we might not realize, maybe we might not try to come in with man force because man force don't stop bullets. You get what I'm saying? And, and mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to get at. Like, at the very least, you don't have a situation where people feel like, oh, I, there is zero choices. Mm-hmm. There are choices. And when you create choices... Right, you create actual choices. People have the ability to then gauge, right? And now all of a sudden, ninety percent of the population don't have a gun. But what if they do? Because they're allowed to. So now you're double thinking it, as a as criminal X. You're double thinking it. What if they do have a gun? What if they do have the ability to protect themselves? And I think it, it, whether it's minuscule or whatever, I think that at the very least, the ability to the, the fact that they open up the gun laws or the ability to bear arms in Trinidad, I think that would help overall because now people will really try to go out there. There is the other side of it, though, mm. which is now everybody wants a gun. There is the, you know, wh- what do we do at that point? Do we have stand-your-ground laws for people on property? You can shoot anybody once they're on your property and you say, well, mm. hey, this man so, was going to so rob me. So let me back that up with the old data. So... Okay. One, <laughs> yeah. one of the places in, in the U.S. that has the highest amount of gun violence. Anybody want to guess where that is? Places where the gun laws are extremely stringent. Florida, because Absol- Florida is the Absol- fucking worst. No, Chicago. Right? You cannot own a, f- a, a handgun in Chicago, but guess how many shootings is have every year? Yeah, Chicago is the wild exactly, west. Exactly, right? You, you simply can't. So how how these people is we getting these magical guns? Well, well, look. I think the, the situation with Chicago <laughs> is different because Chicago is is bordered by states. Uh, Illinois. What what state Chicago is in again? Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. Illinois is bordered by states where the gun laws are very lax, right? So what people do is they drive out across the border to wherever and go to these gun shows mm-hmm. and buy as many guns as they want and just mosey back on into Chicago. That's where the guns come from. I think the situation I mean, in Trinidad might be a little different, though, because we we are kind of a. a I mean, you try. Well, I mean, we're bordered by Venezuela. Yeah, I don't know what. To, I, I'm not and sure. And how many to. fishermen you know it with <laughs> five bars of gold on the chest, bro? Come on, like we if the, the, the Trinidad have no. It, are there any gun manufacturers in Trinidad and Tobago, sir? Do we have laws? Now <laughs> 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 we are country of laws. <laughs> <laughs> that, might, that might be a that might be a that might be a, bu- a good business opportunity. Trust me, that a, um, a gun factory in, in in the West. That market has already wow. been been. Oh, wow, why that? Oh, you know what? We're just gonna leave that alone. <laughs> Right, so, but, okay, but, so fine. I'm like, saying in the West, I don't what, trust I mean, I think but Joe, 
the point I was I was kind of making though, listen, I don't mean to cut you off, Sadi, but no, the point know. I was making though is know. that in in states where where gun access is actually highest, like Virginia, where we live, gun violence is a actually remarkably extremely low. Extremely low. A great when is the last time somebody gets shot in your neighborhood, Sandy? Oh, well, my neighborhood is extremely so. Even even in a safe county, my neighborhood is extremely safe. Uh, so I I'm not sure. You uh, <laughs> sound like a red man to me. No, no, I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sounds the, like a red man. I mean, well, oh God, what I would say is that a man who <laughs> is who wants to start a family will seek out a house in a street in, in a in a safe neighborhood. That's all I'm saying. I I'm not gonna carry my family in 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 the old block in Chicago. I I don't know if I I leave that for you. <laughs> <laughs> fair, but fair, but fair enough. But look, Sandy, or we are in the same state, but two hours apart. When is the last time you think somebody gets shot in, in my neighborhood? Quite a while. But your neighborhood, is also very, your neighborhood is also very safe as well. Actually, actually, the last time, and, and, and this is a small anecdote, the last time I was by Quincy, was it the last time or maybe the last two times I was by it? Like maybe two times ago, I went by Quincy and some man decided to TP child from Northern Virginia where, you know, other people live. Uh, somebody think, and it was a uh, it was national news. They shut down Quincy whole neighborhood. Police was crawling. We was in we was on the porch sitting there like, hey, what going on? No guns involved. Just a man doing something wild. Yeah. And the police was like, no. Yeah. Well, well, I, I I think I think the point that Quincy's trying to make <laughs> is that there is a potential for widespread gun ownership to actually make a place safer. Because of Absolutely. it's kind of like mutually assured so, destruction so by by two Absolutely. nuclear powers, powerhouses, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I guess I guess what I, what, what the, the point I was trying to make in that situation was nobody shot anyone because no one knew who had a gun yeah. because there was no way for us to. Pick nobody up was kicking it in was my door because you might. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the police. <laughs> Didn't want to touch their guns because they didn't know if they might get shot. They, they simply wouldn't do it. In Virginia, a policeman in this part of, of Virginia is not kicking down your door because yeah. you might well, shoot back. Shot, very, very shot, true. Buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. I, I don't know the others. Birdshot, buckshot. Birdshot first. Birdshot first. Birdshot, birdshot, buckshot. And they, think, think about that, right, Sandy? Ah. Policeman coming to your door politely. Hello, sir. How are you? Right, because that's how this <laughs> has to come and do it. Because otherwise, this might turn into a shootout, and bullets don't care, exactly. don't have politeness. Your answer, <laughs> you answer your door with a shotgun, and they shake their head like, "Oh, please, sir." Yeah, man, was he seen home? Can I enter? <laughs> can shotgun? I enter your body? <laughs> because that's how it has happened out there. For them to, to by the way, that's why you should ask for consent, consent uh, young men out there. Exactly. Please, sir. Please, ma'am, may I enter your body? <laughs> Wow! So, so the age of consent. So, so what you're saying is that women should have, women should have guns too. Men there and women. Go. It's not a, it's not no, a separation. No separation. Everybody should be, should be. But again, so this this wide proliferation of guns that we are afraid about could actually make things safe. And I'll give only another another small story. I was in another part of Virginia at the time, and I, you know, everybody know I love dogs, and my dog was in the yard and I think the dog had gotten out into the street or something and a strange pickup truck showed up and was, you know, appeared to be loitering, observing my animals when my neighbor come outside with his pistol and asked them politely, what are they doing here? Mm. And why not seek wow. to move one to another place where you might get whatever it is you're looking for? 
right? And there was no need for a call to the police. There was nothing, you know, there was nothing more than that. And they happily obliged and went on to wherever they needed to be next in life. Right? So I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> and as, as an aside, as an aside, right? And, and, and Derry, don't give me shit. I'm trying my best. So in reference to being in the home or protecting the home or protecting your body, Riser, as a, mm. as, a, as a woman in this scenario, where, do, where, where, does, where does your gender fall into this in terms of protecting yourself, protecting the household, protecting anything? Like, like where, where do guns fall into that for you? Well, honestly, growing up, always been afraid of guns. Even the idea of owning a gun is still scary to me. But at the same time, like what you guys were talking about, if you're running up on me and I be like, hey, no. And you see, I could blast you. You're less likely to try to, to rob me or do all these, whatever it is, rape, touch, whatever it is. You're less likely to do that if you see that I am also shy. Please, ma'am. So, your body. I've been playing with the... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, no, but real talk. I mean, and, and so let me, like, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm asking this question. As your older brother, as someone who has known you for the past... How old are you? 35? Well, Joe, you do have to put the woman in the whole age out there. Ah, like, what? what's your scene? That, that is not her actual age. Yes. That is not her I am not 35. That is not her People. actual age. Lord. That's a lie. <laughs> Uh, I am 36. She is younger than I am. It is the younger of numbers under that. But <laughs> um, such a red man move. I, I I remember I I remember a situation where you were robbed. Like when was the last time you were robbed as a as an adult woman? Oh, on the lovely um, Beetham Highway. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely Boxing Day. Um, got into a very terrible car accident actually. And my naive self thinking that, you know, they come in to help us. <laughs> they came to rob us. At that point in time, I, I would like to believe that, you know, if I had a gun, that maybe they, would, they wouldn't have stolen and robbed us. But, or, if there, or if there was a chance you had a gun, right? If I had, right. So mm. I feel like, like you said, if it is that they thought that I had a gun or had some type of weapon where I could actually defend myself, they would have been, they would actually come and help us and not actually rob us. Because quite literally. Personally, I wouldn't died. shoot somebody in that, but, in that situation. I wouldn't shoot somebody in that situation. But I mean, if they came. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You almost died in an accident you. that you just like, you're yeah, scared. Yeah, yeah out of your mind these people come in to literally frustrate you more like i honestly i probably would have pulled and blasted Stuart, what's your what's your thoughts on that would you if you got an accident on the beat um and you saw people coming to rob you unarmed men coming to rob you would you part with your belongings or would you kill like three or four people to protect you well, it, it depends on, on, so I guess it was me and, and my family and, uh, you know, wife okay. and, yeah, they get it. I, sorry, I, I mean, at that point, because I'm already vulnerable, right? Like, uh, it probably injured, exactly. disoriented. And then the next thing you go into is add insult to injury. And it's not even an ego thing, right? I mean, yeah. I would, I again, I think it would be like, you know, at that point already in a, how to put it, boy, a fight or flight scenario right right you're quite literally trying to protect yourself so is anything anything goes at exactly that and these people like literally you because you don't know they come in to politely lighten you of your goods you just see in some strange men <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> nice. so, exactly so i think these people come in to help let us let me tell you what where this is have. where my my thoughts would have gone so okay fine 
I'm in a disabled vehicle, the police or the ambulance or whatever authorities are minutes away. I shoot five men on the beat. Um, the gunshots are loud. People <laughs> hear the shooting going on. Yeah, their partner look out the window. They see their, you know, their brother <laughs> dead. All they're too wicked. Woman started to shout, all they're too wicked. And then <laughs> 10 other men with, dra- with Dracos materialize out of the bush. <laughs> now I'm in a, a firefight. I already have... Uh, how many clips you're carrying in your, in your car, right? Probably an extra clip, maybe, right? And your gun loaded with, what, 12? I mean, and you have your family to defend all or you can't hide behind the one engine block, right? So that is right. that that is really why I was saying I would probably not, I would probably choose to not shoot people in that situation. I might try to threaten them with the gun and, and get them away from her. But I don't think I would shoot in that situation. But, like, that is but like, again, it's about, it's about buying time, right? So it's a matter of, mm-hmm. you know, even if you discharge your firearm into the air or into the ground, by the time you start discharging your firearm, you've created time. All of a sudden, right? you know, the situation has changed for them. They need to make an assessment just like you are, right? Of, exactly. Of what is... Well, I mean, she have a gun, boy. Yeah, exactly. So I actually don't know. I... I don't okay. Oh, you could have your, your AR fifteen in your car with a with a barrel mag. <laughs> Hundred and fifty rounds. To, to, to warn them. Your <laughs> wife could have one too. And that changes the whole calculus. <laughs> so, so you're the warlord now. You, you stop being in Trinidad and Baghdad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pop the truck. <laughs> And pull out your, so, your, okay, your okay, personal okay. Draco. But very, <laughs> very, very specific to the situation. Riza had gotten into this accident, and her uh, significant other at the time was a red man, but the red man was part of the Trinidad and Tobago Defense Force. That's what yeah, we just call yeah, our yeah, army. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Good Lord, Joel. Oh, when was the last Did time you went to Trinidad, brother? He had no gun. He had Sorry, no gun? I didn't mean to put it like that. Oh, God. <laughs> Hey, don't embarrass yeah, the man. Well, he might be a grower, not a shower. What we Good talking? Lord, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I apologize. I didn't mean to say it like that, but he did not have a gun. I don't think he was even allowed to have a gun as a private at the time. So, yeah. M- Mr. Mr. Private, whoever you are, if you're listening out there, Riza has just told <laughs> us that your gun was soft. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. I don't actually uh, want to hear about wow. any guns. <laughs> I don't want to hear about any guns in the context in reference to what we wow. are talking. I was wow. speaking to the trunk. They were actually underwater at the time, so it was not. Yeah, the car was upside down. Riza, Riza, give us, give us the backstory now. How, how this happened? What happened? How it happened? What happened? Um, so it was like the day after Christmas, I think. Mm. In uh, can't even remember what year it was. Like years ago, I didn't even move um to the states yet. And um, coming down on the beat, um, coming from Shagornos, um, some the person that hit us, they fell asleep. Oh, um, you all got on hit. The wheel and they hit us. Yeah, they, we got hit. And the car sp- spun out of control, ended up upside down Whoa. in um, the beat um, swamp. Y'all know, y'all remember, y'all um, know on the Beatum yeah, Highway yeah, heading into the town, man. there's like a river. Yeah, the right, there's like a river and then like the swamp in between. So it was like right literally next to the river. Um, the only way that we were able to come out of the car is that the front passenger window broke. Damn. So we all had to crawl out of that, completely covered in mud. And then, and then pretty much when we came out, we saw the Beatumites. Sorry. Wow. Beatum residents crossing the highway. <laughs> 
First of all, how do, we even, how do we even know that they are residents of the Beatam? They could have been from Lava. They could have been, they well, been from... They could have been from Maloney. They could have been from Maloney. They could have been from... Oh, your people? So it's your people's... I'm just saying, let's not, let's not, you know, cast aspersions on the... The residents? good people of... Well, Beetham, people proceeded to walk out of Beetham Gardens. Right. We don't know where in Trinidad they were from, <laughs> but we knew when they were on foot walking out of so, And <laughs> my, I, you know, I was, what, 18 at the time? So, like, I was thinking that they, you know, come in to help us. And no, they did not come to help us. Come to help life. Lo and behold, also, <laughs> we there was no way we could actually call the police. The only... The only way we were able to actually get police help is that a police van was passing on the highway at the time, and we had to like flag them down. You know the the, the, the Beatamites is kind of sound like a biblical <laughs> tribe. The Beatamites <laughs> came down from the hills. <laughs> exactly on foot. Literally to help, to help like literally lighten your load, like exactly. <laughs> literally like what you have? Like excuse me, to lighten your wallet. I have nothing. I almost died. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, Rise didn't actually drive a car for you year after that. I didn't know how to drive then. Actually, I couldn't sit in a car. What? You know, there. I mean, look, there are people who live more desperate lives than we do. We have, we are privileged to, to like. I mean, and when I say privileged, like I don't think any of us have ever had to go hungry for more than three days or whatever so there are people who live desperate lives so i am not gonna i'm not gonna let's not cast so after three days is to start robbing people Sunday is what <laughs> i think that, that i mean that's I, you know i i no. think that hunger changes the the calculus i think it does i mean i i, I tried i try i've fasted for a week and i to be honest on day three i would have killed somebody for for a ham sandwich i, I kid you not why would you do that <laughs> Sandwich killing in Virginia. In Virginia, <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I run into I, my I, neighbor's I, house with my gun and, and just and just deal with lighten, lighten his load. Yeah. Get up off that ham sandwich. Ham sandwich murders. Come off of that pork. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I, I think you know. To your point, Sandy. Look, none of these situations are how to put it perfect, right? There's no. Yeah. Well, if I do that, I coulda. I could have, I could have killed all them men. And first of all, who wants to kill another person? Uh, not I. Not I, I. don't have no desire to go and murder anybody else. That's I, I. I've never had the thought of way boy. You know, I go, I go do this and I go. No, this is not an action movie, <laughs> bro. Kill this man. Yeah, but but I do want the right to protect myself. And if I feel, which is, fear. and my thing is, is I don't want to be feel threatened like white police officers shooting a handicapped man in the back nine times. That's not feeling threatened right because that happened last night actually so Whoa. you know we, we understand the difference between you know quote-unquote feeling threatened but actually being in a tough situation where it's like look well i might have to do this to preserve life yes right no, i mean and and that's 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 all people are asking for the ability to say hey boy this person about to because you know all it takes is a glancing blow to the forehead to end their life right. you know what i mean or 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 in some cases to be shot yourself. Yeah. 
and and to have no options that is just criminal i don't even know how how how, how the people in the legislature or the government could just be okay with that colonialism be damned that is your people when it is your grandmother or you're thinking about your mother in a taxi by herself and now she had to deal with her man with a draco watching she pass all the things moms <laughs> right and, and she have no options she said moms right like i, I mean it, it, it sandy that is that is craziness i i wish for simply the ability to give yourself even time for the police to show up you yeah. know because because yeah. that's what it is right by the time i pull a gun the situation change right dramatically now they had to okay i had to pause i made some assumptions the assumptions are right this could go sideways. <laughs> what what needs to happen here, right? Some pause that allows for some intervention by the by the TTPS or whoever it might be, right? Bystanders, people, maybe they might just run, you know, be like, nah, I, I don't want all this heat, right? I don't want that smoke, right? Granny packing, and she, didn't, she you know, she might hesitate to, <laughs> sh- to, to shoot. Maybe the next time they look to rob a person, they might be, boy, if we go in there, nah, I feel like fella, this happening. You know? Nah, we don't mm-hmm. go there. Because it's a deterrent. Like you talk about the, the force example, right? Uh, you have two nuclear powers and, you know, the one ain't ready to press that button, then one World War Three to, to happen, right? So now you have a, a Cold War standoff. Well, guess what? Cold Wars save lives. Right? So it's like, I, I think it's time for us to... to con- what you were saying, Sandy, is apropos, the, the thing is... Yes, who wants to be in a shootout and beat them like they're in Baghdad? No one wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> right? But if it is you are in a situation where you could say, hey, I need to be left alone, right? And give people pause, right? As a, as a significant deterrent with the ultimate, you know, kind of being like, hey, if really, if this had to go down, I will fire. Right, I think our citizens deserve that. We deserve that. This is a modern world, yeah. right? If you could choose not to vax, you could, you could have gun man. You know, what I mean? like if you could choose not to take vaccine, you could also choose to to be able to protect yourself. We need to move forward from that. And look, at, to, the, at the end of the day, I think that uh, there is no, like your life is your most precious possession. Absolutely, and there is nothing that that should come before preservation of your personal life and there is no man who can come into my house in the dead of night whose life i will value more than the life of mine and the people i am charged with protecting and i honestly have zero pro i i will kill a man in my house easy and sleep i'll go back to sleep that same night and bury it right <laughs> in the back in the morning like i have no problem with that you're not no you're not co- my my motto my personal motto for me and my household is n- it not happening on my watch it might happen when i'm not here but it's not happening on my watch end the discussion over so, so literally so, over my dead so, body uh, so, i mean i was just and i was just gonna ask because i know we, we're running long i mean that's on you when your wife when you're not home your wife is not allowed to to shoot on two men. Like where, where, where does where does her role the start? Gun, there? The is gun that, is on is the bed stand. The, teach the gun woman? is on the bed stand. Go for it. My girl yeah. had a shoot too. Exactly. <laughs> you know, she's had to come to the range too. No, no, no. It's just having the skill and being willing to act. Is as, that bad? Yeah, it's two separate. 
but but again i I could tell that incident and not even happened to me a good a good friend of mine he said uh he wasn't in the house he traveled so work a lot it was his wife and 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 daughter very very attractive woman in the middle of the night they started hear a man walking up the stairs well she had a shotgun by this by the side of the bed when until she when did the intruder hear the crack though because the shotgun is make a very distinctive Click click song in the middle of the night. Guess what he ended up doing? Leaving. He chose the to door go on the way back on the way out. Exactly. He even pet the dog <laughs> wow. too. Right? Because he realized, wait now, somebody up there willing. Right? This might not go down the way you know I think it was gonna go down. And and those are the things that again she didn't even actually need to do anything besides present a, a sufficient deterrent. Right? So I mean, I mean, and, and, and in essence, what you tell them is, and I just, I just ask him really. I mean, so basically, what you tell them is that everybody in the household, man, woman, child, dog, maybe not dog, they don't have opposable thumbs, <laughs> monkey, have to be in the house and understand Absolutely. rules like just the situation. Man, they have to know if you're in my home and you're spending more than three days, you need to know where the things are. Where the deterrents are, these I mean, I, I, I came to babysit. <laughs> I came to babysit this man's dogs, and this man showed me where the gun was. It was like, I mean, you know, so if a dog napper come and try to touch my car, he had to let him have it. But you are charged with the protection of these dogs. I mean, personally, I also know where certain things are in that man's house but what i what i'm saying is just just trying to understand you know the roles of every person in the house because we keep talking about ourselves what are we doing in our households to protect our people you know what i mean but what about our people our people are also allowed to protect Absolutely. themselves like what are our Absolutely. people allowed all, to do all every you know when it comes to the protection of the household i think every member of the the family you know the tribe needs to Agreed. be tasked with with, with protecting the house. So if that opportunity arises, right? Because it have the unguarded moment. You ain't gonna always be there. You know, uh, even even from, as a mother, you know, sometimes you leave home, you're going to, to do whatever mothers do out in the world. And, you know, the child is with the father. Does the father now abandon the child to go fall along some steps or something? Like, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> that not appropriate. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like, and I don't know, because I feel like it's a very odd situation, especially in the U.S. I don't know how, actually, now that I really think about it, I have no idea how family leave and that kind of thing works in Trinidad. I mean, in reference to those things, like like how, how in, 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 I guess in the, in the initial years of a human, you know what I mean? How much, how much should both parents be there to protect the people within the household? And I'm talking about, you know, Knowing your guns, but also knowing your household, being there yeah. physically in the life of this person. I think it's the goal of every red-blooded Trinidadian man to not see the child on until oh, it is weaned. Oh, Jesus Wow. Christ. You know until, what's crazy? I've heard you say this until before. The off, I've heard until you the offspring before, is on solid food and tying its own shoelaces. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. a gazelle. Well, it'll jump out and it could just run behind the hood, right? Exactly. <laughs> run from lion from day one. Just brr. A real Trinidadian man does not uh, does not ah. acknowledge his offspring until it is speaking. In full sentences. <laughs> in full, wow. 
wow. Until, no I mean, when, when until it can understand, just, get me a so beer. From the French. <laughs> 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 I, I jest. I jest. Oh, Lord. I mean, listen, I mean, and, and, you know, as, 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 a, as a father, me personally, I'm the only father on this podcast currently. Right, right, right. <clears throat> wink, 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 wink. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'll have that position until you guys decide, or my sister decides. My sister has decided that she is going to disappoint our father wow. every time he asks what? the question. When you want to have grandchildren, he's be like, "But you have." First a son. of all, first of all, Brian, don't ask because he knows better. Right. <laughs> well, he stopped asking. That don't mean that when me and him talk. <laughs> Riza, do you Riza? Well, you you don't do what you had to do. Have you decided not, not to? No, I haven't decided. It's just, I mean, of course, I'd like to be a mother, but I'm not just going to jump out myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. It had right, to be right, in right, a yeah. in the right situation, and if at that point in time, if I reached a certain age and it didn't happen, then I have nieces and nephews. So, so seeing that you are the female voice okay, here, I'm, do you see women as having specific roles with regards to the household and with regards to? child rearing and that sort of thing no no you you think no okay what so give me a thought <laughs> mr speaker <laughs> mr speaker no i just feel like it should just be across <laughs> the board everybody have shared responsibility when it comes to child rearing and taking care of the household like it have no women's job and no men's job everybody doing the same thing we all of us living under the same house household everybody should be taking up responsibility so i wanted to come all evens even yeah, yeah, finish let me pull back. yeah yeah pull back a little bit because i want to but finish your thought <laughs> finish your thought let me a little pull back i must admit though for me personally i still feel like somebody's watching me i'm going back i'm going back on myself a little bit here with certain things Men should take responsibility, and then with other certain things, we, women should take responsibility. So, so okay. it just depends. That, sounds, it just, that it sounds depends. to me like a contradiction, it but it depends. Like but that, I'll but I'll, 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 so, I'll unleash, I, I'll unleash. I, I, I on grew you. up on an island. <laughs> so <laughs> I grew up on an island. Quincy, Quincy, and Quincy, I just Quincy, we take any color. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> what, why you I used to tell them dogs and trade that when you wanted? Shook him. Shook. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, that, 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 you know, you know, you know, that, you know, that, you know, you know, the fact of the matter is, if you had a five-year-old child, you wouldn't go and ask them to to clean the chimney. That has been illegal for many, many years, oh right? Oh gosh, like, within reason, obviously, but, but what, within reason. So, so again, we talk. About, I ain't gonna ask my five-year-old to, to to go outside any night to take out the garbage. Like exactly. No. So, so my point is the same thing. I'll ask my husband. You will ask your husband. Would you Would you go out and do it in the middle of the night in your jammies for a man well, to snatch you? I mean. I've had to. But, but you, you see that, right? Yeah, but you, <laughs> I didn't like you, it. You've had to, right? But that's not necessarily... <laughs> but I didn't like it's, it. And it's not necessarily a safe thing either. So I think some... Spe- so I, I, I guess this as, as, a, as a male voice, right? And, and maybe not just male. I wonder, what's the right 
term, boy. Not as a man. Maybe it's me. Let me, let me stick with male, right? And, and maybe traditionally male from, from Trinidad and Tobago. I do feel that some specialization of tasks is necessary. I mean, as an engineer, I think specialization is is necessary. You don't take, you don't have one motor in the world. Yes, they have motors for certain tasks, right? If you want to do this thing, you will use this part. And I think in the same way in the family, there are things that become, hey, well, you know, like you say, maybe the trash. I don't know if my wife knows how to cut the grass. She doesn't. She doesn't even know what our machine is do. She knows a lawnmower, like in a general sense. <laughs> like, that's a thing people is used mean, to cut, cut grass, grass. But she don't know how that thing does work. She don't maintain it. She don't know it need oil and a new blade and yada, yada. Now, could she? Yes, absolutely. It's a well use man to have. Not every man you is see, like that. that, that at the end of the day, that's the truth. That, I think that's what we really came around to the truth. Who is man to have? <laughs> so okay, so the, you, see, you see, this is what this is the, this this is what confuses me, right? The same woman who will say every task is equal, every task is 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 open to anybody in the household to do. Put all the tasks in a bag and shake them up, and like, we just all. Put our hands in the sack and pick a task. Are the same women who will turn around and say, my husband is take care of XYZ and I rail like that. I just never had to do XYZ and I rail like that. So, I mean, uh, uh, let me ask a woman. To be honest, we're not uh, trying to get sweaty. Explain to me this apparent <laughs> cognitive dissonance between what women say and what they actually desire. Help me to understand. Oh, Lord. Oh, I would just I like to know. state at the beginning that there are no socks being touched by anybody else on this podcast. Carry on. I hope to God not. What? Wow. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. What? <laughs> no sock touching. The man said the sock. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, I would oh, like Lord. to apologize to you on behalf of the other members of this podcast <laughs> who are not joining. I forget. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't forget what Derry asked me. I was asking you to help me to <laughs> so understand the, the disconnect between what women desire a man, the type of task women desire that a man should do in the household and what they actually say they want the household to look like. So on the one hand, what I'm hearing you say is every task is equal. Every time we, we live in an egalitarian household where all the tasks go into a big grab bag and we just pull tasks out and we do it. But on the other hand, I'm hearing you say that Quincy Stewart, the lawn mowing, gun toting, painting mechanic man, is the kind of man that that is man to have. To have. Man to quote have. Unquote. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Be- before I answer that question, I want to interject with some, some more um exhibits for the for the panel <laughs> the podcast the man the is laying pipes figurative and otherwise he, uh, he's a he, he dark skin you know right that's the other exhibit that's exhibit oh, no. c so, so i that's where i went wrong. that's where you went <laughs> so I, I was uh, um in the yard maintaining my vehicle right so you know i i am a guy I like my car right it's not a nice car but it's my car and i like it right that's what's most important right? as you should exactly so <laughs> So as, as like a it, conscientious, exactly, as a conscientious <laughs> man, I say, you know what, let me check the pressure in my wife's tire. One, right. one tire was 33 pounds, the next one was 10 pounds off, the two tires on the next side was all at different pressure. The woman could have dead. She would have literally would have dead. When I went and tell her, I said, honey, um, I would like you to go out and um, go to the gas station and, uh, and, and go and put some, some air in your tires. 
right? You know what? She Love she looked at me and laughed because she knew I had already taken care of that because it had no real equality. She didn't even think about that. She had to drive down the road. That would have exactly. never happened. And the next thing you know, she would have been in an accident. And we would have all... Something like that happened to me recently and I actually took my car to the tire, to the tire shop and the man laughed at me because I couldn't explain to him wow. what was the... The actual problem. Like, what was... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the light, know, right. you know okay. what that symbol the light come on, on and it say and, and, that it and, need and, these numbers. And, 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 and I am 100% <laughs> for, the, for the equality of all things. But I, I, I remember jumping in a, in a woman's car one time and, and I was driving. And I was like, oh, one of your tire pressures, though. And she's like, how oh, you know that? I was like, that's what that... That sign so on that's the blanket. Like, oh, that's what I mean. It says it. It's right there. And she was like, oh... I didn't realize that. That's been on yeah, for six months. It's been on. It's just been on and I've been driving and I went to North Carolina from New York and back and I lived this so I didn't think. Okay, didn't, let, me, another let me pose a question to, to deadly people on the podcast. Oh do you do you all think that, and, and also that we didn't allow uh, Riser to answer my question, but I guess we'll get back to it. Do you guys think that women are conditioned? Is this, is this nature or nurture? A woman just less likely to be, and I'm gonna get myself in trouble with this statement. But yeah, a woman don't say that. Yeah, you know what? Let me, let me, let me, so, let, me so, let, 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 let me, let me take two big steps uh, back. Just say, why do you think where these? Is, the, where do you where think is, these differences come from? Is what I should ask. Experience. <laughs> what was that? It's from what? Ex- experience, because honestly, like I said, my first car that i actually have to like pay for and take care of on my own no. i don't know how to change a tire i just know how to put gas in there but but honestly the light came on the light the little tire light came on the car told me that it w- which numbers it should yeah it should be should and be. it wasn't there and I was like, I don't know how to even put air in my tire. So I went to a tire place and told the man. And he was like... Oh, you told bro, the man the man at the tire place? <laughs> you didn't take it to the tire spa where... A wonderful... The, the person, the person. It huh? could have been a... What if it was okay. a trans man? Listen, the tire technician. The tire technician. The person. And, he sa- and I he said, he asked, me, he asked me which tire it is. I said, <laughs> I said, top left. And he top watched me and bust left. out laughing. And Good I, Lord. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he's like, top left. Good yes, the top Lord. of the car. The roof, the, the tire that's on the top. You the, are describing tires so like cupboard shelves. We- <laughs> like, are you directing him to the shampoo? Like, what? what? <laughs> He, so. he, no, like he looked at me, stunned, and bust out laughing. And I am like, Bro, you're going to help. You're going to fix the tire. Or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I didn't come here for you to embarrass me. But, 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 honestly, but honestly, but honestly, <laughs> so, so this, so this brings all of our conversations I like, you know, together. I was like, you know what if I mean? I show him your whole stuff. No, 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 no. What? No, I, I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. I genuinely don't. What, what is the no, top left no. tire? No, if I, if I show, no, no, you know what the, the front, front looks like front in front the car? You know, Jorian, Jorian, let's be real. The man had to go out and check the tire. The man had to go out and check the depression all four tires to determine which one she was talking about. Top left tire, there's no such thing. Bro, Stop the you madness. Know, 
You're as a man, you know better. You know the icon. And but then again, the you're a red man, so you, you know might not icon? actually know better. Oh, Jesus Christ. You <laughs> I had to leave to the side. And you know, you know the icon, and you know what it looked like inside the car. If she had pulled, she back, she, she should back, <laughs> and the whole store was in pocket, she would have been like, he would have been like, hey, you know what, boy? When you the top, top left. In front. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. No, but die, God, now die. the man, now the oh, man wondering oh, if, if oh, she's oh, talking oh, about oh. observers left or drivers left. You have your put rear, you just <laughs> real <laughs> doubt you put in the man head there. Because if you don't know top and bottom, then do you actually know left and right? Do you? He did take his time to correct me, though, but I didn't like that he laughed at me. That was he wasn't nice concerned one. about about nice. about about <laughs> left or right. He was concerned about top as or a, bottom. As a as a tire changing professional, he should not have laughed at you. He should have calmly yeah. explained the difference exactly. between top, bottom, front, back, back, right, and left. He should have. Now I don't want to go back there. Exactly. Now I don't so know know tire changing professional in Georgia. As a tire changing well, yeah. professional in Georgia, he laughed at you, and you should have shown him your holster, and his dick should have shrunk back into his body. And he mm. would have been like, oh, you mean the front and go handle his stories by himself. Right. I find you, right. you really um, right. fixated I go on Gagan. Saxon. <laughs> shrunken dicks today, bro. What's going on? Uh, you want to tell us something? Something you want to tell us, bro? There's, 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 there is zero that I want to tell you. There's a pill for that. There's nothing I want to tell uh, so, you. There is no... P- so I want, to, I want to move away from the penis jokes a little bit. And... Um, I, Too much testosterone I, on this podcast. But, but I, I, f- I think very <laughs> positive and interesting question. Nature versus nature. Because I was pondering this question and there's a, there's a bonus level to this adventure. So, you talk about, we were talking about roles and the family and how we see things and, and whatever. And I feel like, I, I don't know if you guys have heard recently, a very controversial stance taken by the Chinese government to protect masculinity. And they have decided that, you know, all this ladyboy thing had to done from a societal level uh. that they're not promoting effeminate images of, of men. And I wonder, and, and <laughs> you, you're probably saying, how is this tied into the conversation we were having before? Well, it's tied in because being male or gender is different from being a man. A man is something that is trained. Mm. masculinity in fact is something that is trained those are not neat there's not just nature it's it's nurture in it's that nurture. case right yeah and hmm. we are in a time where I, and, and i might have to take the bullets for this on the podcast but i feel frankly that masculinity is under attack right and 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 that is how i feel now the chinese government seems siding with me so i don't know if that means that that. Yeah, right. So, I, and I don't know why that is. What do you guys think? And and is this a is this an issue, or is this just no, no, an issue no. for, for men like me? You Let know? me tell you something. Scientific evidence is is always it kind of supports your your theory, right? So, well, not your theory, but your statement. So, over the last between this generation, well, our parents' generation and now, sperm counts are down some fifty percent. Testosterone is down by a measurable amount. Uh, muscle density in males is also down because you know muscle density is a factor of, of testosterone as well. So men are literally becoming less masculine. It's not, it's not simply conditional. It's not simply decisional. It is literally men are becoming less of the thing that makes them male slash man. And 
part of the reason for that is it is the increased uh, sedentary nature of our lifestyle. Is the increased uh, types of food that we eat with regards to you know we eat highly processed food. Okay. Uh, is is a factor of the type of things that we now do. We we spend more time indoors playing video games as opposed to outdoors. Uh, and also, it is it is shown that men become more testosterone when they spend time with other men. And we kind of don't do that anymore. We don't get together to play football and to go to the beach and to just lime with other males. So men are becoming less manly. I hear the beaches closed. Right, what's that? I said, I hear the beaches closed. Just carry Fair enough. So, 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 so what I'm, I'm just saying, men so are li- literally becoming less manly. I didn't know that. I, but is this a problem? I mean, Rise, you think, what do you think? What you, how you like your man? Mm. Soft or man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sorry. God. I could only deal with so much of this. I could only deal with so much of this. Rise in the corner over there, shrinking into a, a character, caricature of herself. Obviously, she don't like soft, man. But also, I would like to say, I don't want her to like anything else but soft, man. It's a this is not about you. Yeah, would, this uh, is not I about know, you. I know. I know. <laughs> You know what? Let me take a step back. I mean, personally, I have okay, I have so a sister, I, and I would um, not assume to opine on the type of man that I think she should have. But you know, Joanne is a different type of red man. I mean, my track record, I don't know. But in terms <laughs> of, <laughs> you know, I'm trying that's, to. That's all I have to say is. I hope I get right eventually. Right. But <laughs> at some point, you know, meh. but honestly, like based on my little experience, I, it, it, I would like, I would genuinely like to say it, it has to be equal, but growing up, I never necessarily had the perfect example of how a man and a woman should interact in the house. So a lot of what I learned of what that should be or look like is just like s- simple examples around me or it's just TV, which we know is a big lie. Perfect. So of course, a lot of the time I got it wrong coming up. But in my own little experience, I know there are certain things that I would like my man to do. And I wouldn't necessarily call it traditional men roles because honestly, if my man could cook for me, I wouldn't want to have your child for you right now. What you, you want, like what you if want you could pillow? actually throw down and you want some no, I talking about I talking about actually cook, like you could actually do something. And don't tell me about you make a sandwich and if I want some chips, <laughs> a, a sandwich, <laughs> a sandwich with a G, a sandwich. So, so no subway man then is what you're saying. No, no, and oh, I pay the bills, so you know you should be. No, it's not even about. It's not even that. Like. Just the the simplest of acts, the the kindness, um, taking care of me and taking care of my household as well, whatever that looked like in the moment, I will have a baby for you on spot. Wow. But it doesn't necessarily she, she is have literally, to be like the traditional. But you are literally describing a traditional man, a man who takes care of you and the household. I mean, I. Is that not... You remember what I said in the beginning? The track Quincy? record? And from my experience? <laughs> I live in... You remember what I said? Uh, yeah, Why I'm, does I'm it sorry. have to be Quincy? Why are we talking about individual... No, no. It's, I'm it's, just saying. It's, it's, a, it's a tie. But but I think... So So this is the thing, right? So yeah, I, I, I hear we, we of the podcast hear exactly what it is you're saying. 
and you the ladies and gentlemen of exactly the country, ladies yes. gentlemen lady men whatever everybody in the spectrum right we we hear what 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 does it say but we as as males and maybe on the other side of the spectrum feel like what is being asked of us is to be more less masculine and more feminine what is less masculine and more feminine exactly in the because i honestly think is it depends on the household too it between is between the couple that that should be an agreement between the couple what do you think is a feminine trait of a man that you would not like your man to have I've actually never thought about this. Um, a it's okay. Trait? No, I'm really trying to think, like, what is a feminine trait that a man would have that I... Not in the bedroom. If he, act, if he acting feminine, like, I, I don't know. Like, I honestly... I'm actually thinking, I was like, what is a feminine? Because I would want my man to cook for me. I want him to clean, do the laundry, which will be considered women's tasks, take care of the child. So I, I so, uh, can't I mean, think Let me ask a you a polite question. What the hell are you doing if the man is doing everything? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the truth surfaces. The, the, the truth, truth. surfaces. What women actually want is an indentured laborer. That is, I mean, from the mouth of, of babes and sucklings. Sambo. <laughs> That's what you want. You you just want a, a Swiss army knife of a man, Mr. Clean from the commercial, to come here and just, you know. And a soft blanket. That's all you want. That's all you want. Lady Pipe, cook the food, raise the children. I don't, I don't want to do. Change the, clean the gutters, so, pump you your tires. The, the, the top left one included. And, uh, well, I will do it too, but not all the time, you know, 50-50. You, you know if what 50-50 means, right? 50-50 means 50. You have to do it 50. Every okay, hundred well. times, you have to do it 50. It's like, I don't know about this, man. Look, this new man. You know, I ain't know about this. Females of the... Female listeners, I am I am so sorry if I am not Letting them down, defending man. us. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> of the right I can only speak for myself and what I want. <laughs> okay? So Look, my and you want comments, Piggy. my comments, you know, quite don't represent the full female community. P- I am Piggy sorry. Piggybacking off Stuart's <laughs> point, I think that if you go to a well-run organization, <laughs> right? You go to a well-run organization, pick any organization, there is no... If you're going to the organization, the CEO is not not sweeping the floors, right? Because there's division of labor and specialization. That, and, the, and there's a good reason for this. If everyone is doing every single task, that is extremely inefficient. That is why organizations have specialization. Yet somehow we've turned around and we want to have an unspecialized household where everybody does everything. And I think that is highly inefficient. Look, I, I, I've co- I come from a traditional family, and I'm not saying that traditional families work for everyone. I respect all types of families, you know, whether you and your man, your man doing laundry, what, whatever, I respect that. I come from a traditional home, and I think that home ran extremely efficiently. My mother, it was, if there was any task that, that, was, that involved sweat, my father was doing that, right? Cleaning the yard, painting on Christmas, 
any heavy kind of lifting. That's what my father did. My mother did the tasks that were indoors and she did them well and efficiently, right? You, my, you could ask my father to cook. That's a waste of time. He will use a whole tank of gas to cook one pot of pillow, right? It's just not efficient. <laughs> and I, you know, we are being inundated with opinions from people who are unhappy, right? I remember I was talking about that uh, with somebody recently. A bunch of unhappy people are telling us how to live our lives, right? We look at these, the, the Dr. Oz's of the world or whatever, these people on, on, on talk show, talk radio and talk shows telling us how to live and they are not happy people. So why should we be listening to them? I say do what works, right? Discuss with your spouse. And if it happens that the, that specialization of tasks is where you need to be, then that is where you should be. And don't worry about People like Riza who don't want to do nothing and want their man to be Mr. Swissami Knife. Oh God, oh God, oh Swissami God, husband. oh God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 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 we ready to talk about but Shepard Bal. But a lot of it also comes down. A lot of Also, a lot of that also comes down to appreciation because I've actually been in a situation or in a relationship a situation, sure. where. <laughs> Because, I mean, it was a situation where a lot of it was very um, one-sided. Oh, I pay the bills, so you should just do everything else and be happy that I pay the bills. And there was no appreciation. So, of course, me, because one of the things I've always necessarily wanted personally in my, personally, is just like a family. Husband, um, you know, the whole thing, child. Honky dory yeah. matching suits and pictures, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But up, so, but up, <laughs> holiday sweaters, the right? Whole that night. whole thing. Yeah. So, like, of course, if I'm in a situation like my, I don't, I guess, is I would say my instinct, it would be to take care of my man. So whatever that takes. But it comes to a point where if your man doesn't appreciate what it is that you're doing, it kind of becomes null and void. Hence the reason, peace out. You know. So like, it it. It's not necessarily female role, male role, whatever the case may be. Take care of each other and actually show appreciation. I like that. I, I can agree do that. that 100%. I, I do like that. I agree with that 100%. You know? But, I, I, but like I, that. I actually I do think like it, that. I think it cuts the other way, though. Did you ever tell that man, thank you for paying these bills? And... and Overtaking all the well, trash. Because, of because, the uh, let me, let me uh, say this. Well, he didn't have a cut no loan. And, I, and I'm speaking directly to the ladies of the podcast. I think Ladies, not the gentleman. Not the gentleman. I'll address the gentleman later. But ladies, you need to appreciate the things that your husband does around the house. You need to. And men, by the same token, you need to appreciate the things that your wife is doing. We take take too many things for granted in in relationships. If your wife is cooking... We take each other for granted. Your wife is cooking five times a, 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 a week, right? And you never say, babes, thank you. For this, these meals that you cook. Exactly. It's not... <laughs> like the yeah, things yeah, that people... Oh, good boy, girl. I feel out. Take some good boy. And you get here. And you're shit. Look, let me tell you something. My father, my father still to this day, after 30-something odd years of marriage, when my mother put on some food, she he's be like, dairy boy, your mother could real cook, you know? Right? Still to this day. Every time. Every time. Man to have. By the same token, your husband carrying out the garbage five times a week. Changing the oil in your car, making sure that you ain't dead when your tires deflate spectacularly <laughs> on the nation's highways and byways. <laughs> on the beat um, because we know you're getting robbed after it, that. It is. It, it, <laughs> you, you would not believe how far the word 
babes, thank you. Will go in your relationship. Exactly. Plenty of people just get horn off of un- ungratefulness and ungratefulness is worse than witchcraft. So said the Bible. Amen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, real talk, though, real talk. And I agree with you on that. And and we've gone back and forth on this topic previously. And and, and to be honest with you, that right there I feel is almost my last word on that. Like however it is you choose to put that partnership together. However, it is you choose to decide, well, A, the specialization is you do this, I do this, you do this, I do this, and we come together as a unit, as a, as a, as a, as a company that is going to ensure that this household thrives. That's what we're going to do. You might want to take out the trash, miss, and I might want to cook paylow every Sunday. Whatever yeah, it nothing is. Nothing wrong with that. The thank yous. The thank yous, the appreciations, the fact that we all understand that we are all humans and that need exactly. we need a little hug up sometimes. That's a real statement. That's a real statement. Exactly. Derry, you have a wife. I could tell you now. I could tell you about that statement was was one in which a man is worse than which thanks girl. his wife's for her you pressure. You have to. You must. Yeah, yeah. It's a must. Gratitude is a must. I hear that in a song. Gratitude is a must. It has, it has to go both ways. I think that is some very wise statements. Right, say you seem like you 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 been through some things, boy. You, you, that come from the heart, girl. Like you, like you, I, tell you right now. I tell him a track record, <laughs> questionable. Right, right now, and track record. Okay, but I will, I'll figure it out. I have, I have time. I have time. Have yeah, time. man. <laughs> all, all this hard time. The rest, the rest of us are old men. You are the young buck in the crowd here, so. Appreciate your opinion. I know no gray hair yet. Nothing. Still kind of surprising. I have at least <laughs> seven gray hairs at this point. So at that point, what I'd like to say is, listen, this was supposed to be a short episode, and I'm not sure if it's going to turn out as such, but I appreciate everybody's time. And, uh, you know, this was just another episode of Just Old Talk. We were, supposed to, we were supposed to be a little loose, and I think we got loose. Uh, to the point where we ended up a little too far down the line. So, listen, this is Jorian. This is Derry. And this is Quincy. This is Risa. <laughs> Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Hey, boy, on the cues, boy. On the ones and twos. Tune in next time hey. when we uh, do our Christmas music episode. But again, you know, we keep our promises at the same clip as uh, Absentee Father. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you might get a lighter. I don't know. You might get a lighter. This has been just old talk. <laughs>